0: The following podcast is brought to you by Robots vs. Dinosaurs. Disclaimer, this podcast is about to spoil several movies from 6 to 20 years old. Lou, read off the list. Today, Robots vs. Dinosaurs will be spoiling for you. The Listener, The Wizard of Oz, Multiplicity, The Empire Strikes Back, National Geographic, Mad Max Fury Road, Hello and welcome to Robots vs Dinosaurs, the podcast where we watch a movie or a TV show every week and then try to determine which one is cooler: robots, dinosaurs, or Frog Thor. God, that's a really hard one. I'm your host. It is a tough choice this week. (laughs) Uh, I'm your host, Louis G, and with me, as always, is my co-host Ryan T. Lawler. Welcome, Ryan. Hello, and thank you again. It's great to be back. Uh, Ryan T., why don't you tell the audience which episode of Loki we're talking about today on Robots versus Dinosaurs?
1: Well, we are cruising right along the Loki series, and we're up to episode five, the penultimate episode, Journey into
0: Mystery. And it's a goosie. Journey into Mystery, yeah. again, directed by Kate Herron. Um Ryan, who who was the writer for this episode? We were talking before we were recording about the writer for this episode. You said it was a big Rick and Morty person?
1: Yes, yes, yep, yep. And I had just... Tom Kaufman, Mm -hmm. I believe was his name. Hang on, you can edit out all the bullshit, but (laughs) yep. Uh, (laughs) Tom Kaufman, he Mm -hmm. is the... um, main writer of this episode and he did write quite a few um Rick and Morty episodes like six of them I think and um yeah so it has a I I feel it's you know it's cool they bring that like vibe to to the show with the Rick and Morty the cool like creatures those cool bird creatures with the ball on their head which we have no idea what they are but very inventive I love it it was cool and yeah
0: yeah it was fun yeah the all the all the different weird stuff in this nexus like end of the end of time world that we're in in this episode was really cool um it was fun because they gave themselves a sandbox where they could just be as random as they want to be but yeah at the same time (laughs) it all felt it all fits together does that make any sense it's not completely random exactly it was perfect it
1: was like this perfect randomness that totally worked for the story and the vibe that the show is going with. I loved it. It was perfect.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I like, I like whenever there's a crazy, weird, fancy thing, like the smoke dragon, but they establish rules. They're, you know, they're like, yes. <laughs> there, there's, there's ways that the, with the things, the talents, the skills that our our characters have been established already have. There's ways that they can fight this unfightable, gigantic, crazy, crazy magic monster.
1: There's always a way, you know, just like they always say, it's really everyone. They're, they're always as powerful as the writer who's writing the who's writing the episode. So, right.
0: That's yeah, a good of point. Course.
1: They're always going to lay out. You know, oh, yeah. He's really powerful. But, oh, coincidentally, he can be enchanted. <laughs> Which is, um,
0: but I mean, that's that's the way it works. That's storytelling. Yeah. It's got to work. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> It's just, yeah, but, like, as long as they do it to degrees, like, it, it yeah. can be enchanted, it's just harder, it takes at least two of them, yeah. and they have to concentrate a little longer, and, like, exactly. it also requires a distraction.
1: Yeah, so, we're gonna have to hold hands and really think, you know, it's yeah. it's gonna really take a lot of brain power and a couple Lokis to make it happen,
0: but we can do it. <laughs> Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, so why don't we jump right in the episode? We learn a little bit more about Ravona Renslayer this episode, don't we? We do. We find out that, you know, to be honest, we do
1: find out more about her. Like she's into finding out what's going on. But at the same time, it, I'm still like slightly confused by her character, whether like how how involved is she? You know, mm. how like I keep thinking, how much does she know? Like, does she really know as much as she thinks she knows? And, or is she not giving us the information of how much she really does know? You know, like maybe she knows the timekeepers are fake, but does she know what's beyond that? Or is she really trying to figure it out for herself? Or is that just a lie? You know what I mean? Like, I'm Mm. still slightly, I'm still a little, I'm still a little confused, like, honor. Like where where are you at with her?
0: Yeah, it fe- it felt to me like she was angry about finding out that the yes. timekeepers are are big robots. Um, but but I think it's like kind of the thing we were talking about last week, uh, where she also knows like okay, my bosses these aren't my bosses. Um, these are the communication device my bosses are using to talk to me, but. At the same time, she's mad because my bosses have been lying to me and tricked me into believing right. this is actually them. So yeah. she's kind of angry. I she, I think she's more frustrated. And but I feel she's still gonna be
1: like loyal to whoever is truly in charge. Yeah, yeah. It
0: didn't like, it didn't feel like know? this was an eye opening character churn for her? Right. Like I almost feel
1: like she's more for keeping the TVA how it is and how no matter what like no matter what she finds out beyond what it is she wants she likes what's going on and wants to keep the tva how it is she's a true you know, believer yeah she's a believer in what it is and she's fighting for for that whether this was fake or not whoever is further beyond is still running the tva and that's her boss and i she kind of wants to keep that going yeah so I mean, I'm really curious about her character. I I really am, because I feel she's the most, I keep going back and forth, like, what? I I know she's bad, like, she's got a bad vibe, but how bad and how much does she know? That's, I think, my biggest question. And Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think she's a really intriguing character. It's great.
0: Yeah, and I like the contrast between her and B-15, the fact that she goes and visits her in that stasis isolation cell and we see that we see that B-15 is fully on the other side now. Full, like she's oh, fully, yeah. uh, disillusioned with the TVA and she mm-hmm. wants out and she, you know, she wants to, she well, wants yeah. everybody to know the truth.
1: I mean, she saw her real life and she's like, yeah, <laughs> screw this. I don't want to be a slave to this, you know, bureauc- bureaucratic time police organization. Screw that, man. Yeah. I had a life where I was free and, I can make my own decisions, and maybe I can get that back. And I think she's going to be a huge part of the next episode. I um, think so too. It's, so, it's just
0: it just seems to me interesting to me that Ravona, like I don't I don't think she she didn't have the same experience that yeah. B fifteen like of seeing her past life. Mm-hmm. But I think I think at this point she knows it's true. Yes. Uh, that that they're that they're variants and this and that. Mm-hmm. Um, but she still she still wants to maintain the illusion, whereas B-15 really wants to, yeah. to break it. For now, I wonder
1: if you just brought up a good point. Do you think Renslayer
0: is a variant
1: in and of herself, or do you think?
0: Or is she an right. actual construct, like they've told everybody yeah, else that they are?
1: Yeah, maybe she's something that actually originated with them, or is she just a regular person herself? I don't know. Maybe, yeah, you know what? She probably is, because she was just a hunter before, too. Yes, yeah, they the showed gun, her as so a young was, yeah. hunter, yeah. She's probably in the same boat. But, yeah, that was a cool opening scene with the way the, the camera kind of did that cool spin through, like, the elevators and showed us kind of, like, the remains of the last episode and then into, like, mm-hmm. the void and that, like, that cool one-shot thing, which they kind of did at the end of lamentus which was like the the whole shot just keeps spins through the elevator, fades into like the floor of the timekeepers room into the head of the Android out into the city of the void, all the destroyed buildings and kind of like goes through, you see like the destroyed Avengers tower, which has Kang written on it.
0: Oh, really? I didn't notice that.
1: Q was it Q E N G I think. And Um. um, which I've, I've read up on. You know, because I like to know these things and looked into it. And I guess that was a corporation that Tony sold the building to in the comics. And and that corporation, Kang, is actually owned by a version of Kang the Conqueror.
0: Interesting.
1: So that could be a little, like, little hint, you know, which is kind of cool. I know we don't, like, use the comics to totally uh,
0: predict what's going to happen. But, you
1: know, they can be little fun little hints.
0: <laughs> it's, it's yeah. It's definitely at least at the very least, it's a fun Easter egg and yeah. reference to a, a a fun like comic character that's very directly related to this yes. storyline in the comics. Uh, which we do but know he's coming. I mean, I don't know. We if do, if, we do. Yeah. yeah. So you I mean he's in Ant Man and the Wasp, the next the sequel, which is coming up. So. And so technically, technically what we're seeing are things that already happened in those movies that just haven't, we haven't seen them happen yet, right? Yes. If, no, yeah. If you really so, want to bend your mind around
1: the crazy, the TVA like, just kind of exists everywhere, right? So- In every, every when. Everywhere. <laughs> everywhere and every when, yes. Exactly. <laughs> awesome.
0: Girl. Yeah.
1: And then uh, after we have the cool spinny cameras, we end up, you know, Loki- you know, we we basically take take off right where we left off in the last episode. He wakes up, all the Lokies, and I like the quick little info dump. You know, he's like, "Like, where yeah. am I? And who are you guys?" He's like, "This is the void. That's Eliot. And where's lunch? Come on!" <laughs> like, "Oh <laughs> shit!" <laughs> Within like thirty seconds of the episode, we're like, "Oh, oh, sick! <laughs> all right, this is gonna be great."
0: <laughs> the performances it. were so good. I think we're going to go through and kind of talk about each of these like yep. Loki variants and everybody that was in this episode, but, yes. um, but the performances were so good. Cause in that moment, it's not only, not only are they catching him up to speed, they know how, because they are Lokis, they know how to deal with this new Loki. Like yeah. they know what to tell him. That's just enough information. Exactly. And like, it's a little condescending, but it's also a little like, Hey, we're all in, we got to get out (laughs) of here. if You want to live. And I know that's what you want to do. You're a survivor. So. um,
1: And how many Lokis have they probably met on the field who've popped in and they know exactly, Oh, first he's going to pop up and want to make a plan, take over the, (laughs) you know, and they just know exactly what's going to happen. And I, I like the character development in some of these variant Lokis, which we didn't see, the, but I mean, like the character development over the time, I'm sure they came in wanting to take over everything. And then, you yeah. know, they slowly learn it's not
0: going to happen here, you know, and they're like, we just survive. <laughs> like, well, and, then, and and we see that play out because boastful Loki has been betraying them this whole time. Right? <laughs> yes, which is <laughs> terrible. <laughs> Which I thought was the funniest thing. Like the first thing, you yeah. meet, all these
1: Lokis and literally within a minute, they're all fighting because they all betrayed each other.
0: <laughs> it's so good. It's, it's, it's just so perfect.
1: Yeah, it it's awesome. Um, yeah. So should we move on to the next
0: scene here? Well, why, yeah. Why don't we spend it? Why don't we just sort of talk about each of these Lokis that we're introduced to? Um, okay. So, so first we got who do you want boastful, to start with boastful loki, boastful loki okay. which was the uh
1: the guy with the uh the like it looked like it was a maid
0: i've always had a problem pronouncing y'all mew mew, yeah. mew what is it mew mew that's what uh that's what darcy calls it mew mew because she can't pronounce <laughs> it either
1: or paul rudd calls it jonathan
0: <laughs> does he
1: in an interview, they asked him, what is Thor's hammer?" And he goes,
0: Jonathan. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was it was literally that's, hilarious.
0: <laughs> that's brilliant.
1: Jonathan. It was just so Paul Rudd, and it was just so funny. Yeah, um, that's very funny. But um, yeah,
0: anyway, <laughs> so we got boastful Loki. Yes, I, I agree. I agree. It looks like he, it doesn't look like a real meal in here. It looks like he yes. made it. It looks like he made it because he like.
1: I think like he's been, he's boastful Loki, so he wants he wants to be like, oh yeah, I I took over Thor and I have his hammer, yeah. and he just wants to like build up like he's cool, but really it's all bullshit. Mm-hmm. Just like just like just like uh, Alligator Loki calls him out. When he says <laughs> he says I <laughs> killed Iron Man and Captain America and got all the Infinity Stones,
0: <laughs> alligator <laughs> Loki's like, "Rah!" Brian, <laughs> I didn't I didn't know you speak alligator. That was pretty impressive. I do. I learned actually this week just so I could do this. <laughs> so you didn't even have to watch this episode
1: with subtitles. <laughs> yeah. You know, National Geographic helped me out. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that was uh that boastful Loki's funny and then of course he's the first one to 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 just totally betray and yeah. like if he gave up their location obviously as we we find out and uh yeah so he's kind of a he's kind of an asshole yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, and it's then played uh, by dio diobia opere is the actor
1: nice yeah i saw some uh some uh, Facebook posts from. Him. He looked like he was excited to be on the Loki set, as would I.
0: So yeah, that's awesome. he was good. He was really good casting.
1: Yeah, it was awesome. I I really hope um, I hope we get to see him. Like I said, I hope we get to see all these variant Lokis again. Like, I'd love to see them all team up together. But I don't know those those ones seem like kind of assholes. But maybe they're all gonna fight. They left, and they're gonna realize, oh, you know what? What if we band together? Mm-hmm. It'll be the ultimate Loki character development.
0: <laughs> at, le- at least for the next 10 minutes we can work together yeah exactly and then betray each other later on
1: <laughs> exactly and then uh the dude the dude i know we're, he's not one of the main ones but the dude with like the motorcycle helmet and like the handlebars mm-hmm. as his horns. Like, like who is that guy that was fantastic and yeah i, I counted at
0: least three uh what i would call mad max loki's
1: yeah it was very mad maxy like that apocalyptic uh Everyone dressed in weird shit type mm-hmm. thing, and how? May, I also kind of wonder: Are there? They never may, really made it clear. All of those Loki variants, or are some of them just followers of him as President I, Loki? You know, like, do you think I everyone? Did you say, literally... Wait, did you say
0: President Loki? Because that's great. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's yeah. brilliant. I love that, President <laughs> Loki. Um, yeah, right? I. I do th- I do think they're all variants. I think for the story they were telling, those yeah. every single one of them that we saw was a variant. Basically, everyone who gets pruned on here who isn't a Loki ends
1: up being devoured and only yeah, well, Loki survive.
0: I just I, yeah, I don't I don't think that these variant Lokis would trust anybody but a variant Loki and they don't even trust them. Um, or they don't even respect <laughs> yes. the, that's they. they would only respect a, a variant Loki enough right. to have them on their as yeah. part of their plan, quote like unquote. a
1: regular human or whatever. Would nah, not like, no, nah, we're yeah. a puny god, you know. Um, or wait, that made no sense, but yeah, anyways, so yeah, I got you, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, and then yeah, so precedent Loki. <laughs> <It's> so <bad. laughs> yeah that's what that's what he's been being called i did not know that
0: <laughs> yeah so good
1: <laughs> he's got like the, the vote for loki he, he looks like he's a running running a presidential campaign <laughs> so yeah so now so that's boastful loki right mm-hmm. and then you know what, what where were we at when uh gator loki uh You know, he he calls his bluff. You didn't fucking collect all the infinity stones. He bites. He likes to go for the hand, which he (laughs) did, which he did with with uh, Boastful Loki first. But he doesn't get his hand ripped off. He kind of throws him back in the pool like, you know, cool. But uh, he
0: he gets uh, he gets President Loki's hand later on. Right. Yes, he does. Later on, he actually does get a hand, which is great. (laughs) It's like uh, Happy Gilmore. (laughs)
1: Yes, I thought of that too exactly what what the hell was that guy's name but he had the wooden hand uh, i forget it's been a while
0: you have to put that in the spoilers happy kill well because it was carl weathers it was apollo creed. yeah right so apollo creed the <laughs> chubbs chubbs,
1: chubbs. Right. chubbs. <laughs> yeah dude that was totally like chubbs <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm sorry. <laughs> uh,
1: I love when his hand gets crushed too and it breaks and he's got it all taped together
0: later in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Uh, this is not the happy Gilmore podcast. That's going to be next week. Um, <laughs> hopefully. Uh, so the Alligator Loki Ryan, if you had to guess which Loki was my favorite Loki Which one do you think it is?
1: Oh man, I'd say Alligator Loki Because uh, that was Portrait. my favorite Yeah, <laughs> And I think it was everyone in the world's favorite Loki
0: My god It's, yeah, it's, go such, a, it's such an easy gag But it gets me every time yeah. Whenever you have an animal That <laughs> one person claims that they can understand And they're just like, what was that? Alligator Loki? <laughs> <laughs> and then they just translate it to something crazy. Like, it that's just always, always good comedy.
1: Yeah, it's great. They already do it with group in the, in the MCU, yep. but, but it's, it really is funny every time. And just the fact that, just, just the little like facial expressions and movements of the animated characters, just it's brilliant.
0: I also I love that at some point in the episode they call into question: Are we even uh, certain that it is a Loki? And they're just like, Yeah, why not? He's green, right? <laughs> So yeah, this could just be an alligator. That somebody put a helmet like, on. And it's just, like, doing, it's just doing alligator things.
1: <laughs> it is. It literally has not proven itself to be a Loki once. It's just an alligator with a fucking horn helmet on. It's so, it really is so funny. I love it. <laughs> And they even question Mo- Mobius is like, I don't remember ever arresting an alligator Loki. <laughs> it <looked like> that. <laughs> is he even really a Loki? And they're like, uh, he's green.
0: <laughs> I forgot, Which, I forgot that Mobius didn't really remember. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember arresting <laughs> <coughs> oh goodness okay <laughs> it is
1: hilarious it really is it is and, like and the, it's so yeah, simple and like silly but it's it, it's fucking hilarious it really is i love it yeah you have serious variants like of loki and that's just a fucking alligator
0: <laughs> S- spoiler for lose Lo- big three that is that is one of lose big three uh was whether whether or not alligator loki is actually an alligator but we'll get there <laughs> well, we have covered that um so that's I, if that's, you that's want the, my
1: final answer i think he
0: is you think he is we'll I get there yeah gonna, you, it's gonna you, come you down, can tell down to me you can, yeah you can tell me your your uh your evidence for why he is later on <laughs> all right uh we got two more we got two more big loki's in this episode well i guess one little loki kind of yes so loki. um then we move on we'll, we'll move on to kid
1: loki this is uh, jack veal is the actor yes um, and um uh, is he really i don't recognize him from anything and it, i couldn't even click on, click on his name on the link
0: mm. he's really I mean, I he was like a netflix some, he was in a netflix show um the end of the fucking world and i haven't seen it that's it's supposed to be really good nice um but that's about it he's pretty new he was i thought he was very good yeah he was awesome that's
1: it's great and i'm sure they're lining him up to be like young avengers like they are with every show so far they've somehow introduced some young avengers that could possibly uh come later like you know wandavision Ooh. the kids uh billy yeah. and tommy and you then if- falcon the winter soldier was um oh, i forget his name um Tori the, the old, the old Captain, the old Black Captain America, and his his grandson. Yes, and his grandson, that uh, I think, was uh, he's he's one of the Young Avengers. Who so I forget what he is.
0: Oh, but then, cool. then okay. we then
1: we get Loki too, with Kid Loki, another one too. Mm-hmm. So I think down the line we could see a cool Young Avengers lineup. With
0: kid with Loki, the, that'd be cool. Yeah, I, I liked that. I liked that this kid was this actor. Uh, he wasn't, he wasn't like over the top. Like, you know how some yeah. kid actors, it's like they're way too precocious. or yes. absolutely. It, like, I believed that he was a kid, yeah. but I also believed when they were like, he killed his brother and that's why yeah. he's in charge here. Yeah. I'm like, oh man, because he doesn't say much throughout the yeah. whole episode. He really, it, he kind of lets everybody else do the talking for him. But he has this cool, like, yeah, very much effective. And he has this cool, laid back,
1: confident demeanor which I think is very cool for a child. And he did a great job. Like, he just did a great job of it. And then we do find out why he's a little more cocky because, like you said, his his nexus event is that he killed Thor. So, uh, which is crazy. Kind of want to be like, how the hell did you kill Thor? They were probably kids. Maybe they did something silly. And obviously TVA bumped in like, nope, that's not supposed to happen. You know, and probably pruned his ass right there. Because I think what we're finding out is basically any Loki who doesn't go along the timeline of being killed by Thanos gets gets arrested and pruned or or mm-hmm. used in some fashion that we have yet to find out. But either way, you know, yeah,
0: yeah, cool, cool.
1: You have any more to add about Kid Loki?
0: Uh, I have more for him when we get to lose Big Three. So let's move okay. on to cool. the last Loki.
1: Then we got. I think probably the most badass of the of the variants, if you ask me. And that is Classic Loki. Now you first see him and you're like, wow, how corny. He's in this like 19 like 40s, like superhero getup. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like a <laughs> Halloween
0: costume.
1: Exactly. It literally looks like it could be like the Halloween scene from WandaVision, but yep. it's actually not. He's just a variant from that era that whatever that universe where I guess I'd love to see what Thanos looked like in his, in his universe. But, uh, well,
0: well, he kind of, he kind of, in my understanding, he's like a variant that there's a big, there's, there's been a big fan theory since infinity war came out. Mm -hmm. Um, this is not an original fan theory that I came up with, Uh, but I, but I had this same thought when I was watching it, that Mm -hmm. Loki used, used an illusion when Thor actually crushed his neck. Um, that's, yes that's this it, this loki's story basically
1: yeah that's that's awesome and then like he floated off into space as debris while mm-hmm. he faked famous, which we do see later how he's really good at creating those illusions because he creates you know the loki's fighting you know he creates an illusion of loki and the alligator loki so they while they're fighting so they can kind of jet out the little portal and escape so yep, you see he that he can do that which is
0: awesome and obviously Thanos even believed it it's the Boba Fett uh it's the Boba Fett move um Boba Fett and one in uh, Empire Strikes Back uh hides his ship on the side of an asteroid or actually no on the side of like um uh trash that was dumped out of the back of a large uh, starship and that's how he tracks sorry that's how the good guys I'm gonna edit that whole part out (laughs) (laughs) nice woo woo yeah
1: (laughs) Uh, but anyways, uh, shit, I was going to say something.
0: Um, uh, classic Loki. Yeah, classic Loki. Thor, debris. Uh, and
1: the debris. Oh, yeah. And then like of him. Do you think maybe at the end when he was attacked by Elias, like maybe when it showed the shot of the helmet, he had transformed into his helmet as like a little debris, you know, and like and maybe he's going to oh, come man. back and save the day because i just want to see him again you know i'm just trying to come up with any reason like yes it was a it was a great death like and it was heroic Mm. and if if it ended that way it would be awesome but at the same time like i almost want to see them all fight in the last episode all the loki's coming together so i'd almost like to think he used
0: that trick again
1: because he does have the green magic when he's being killed like he's doing something
0: yeah yeah I hear you. I think it was a beautiful, I think it was, it was fun that we get a introduction and a a nice ending to this character all in one episode. Um, I would, because he was so good, I would like to see that he made it out of this, but I don't think, I think I'd like it to be maybe a post-credits thing. I I think it would undercut the drama of his sacrifice and and all of that. That's the only thing I thought too. What would be the point of that like
1: heroic death and everything if it wasn't I mean, you're like you said, takes a, takes away the dramatic effect of that, you know. And then you'd be like, oh, well, this is this stupid. He lives. Yeah, like <laughs> this, there's no stakes. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, this is stupid. We know what happens. He lives. So yeah, yeah, exactly. There's no stakes. Exactly. Yeah. But um, great. He's a great character. I love. I loved it. And I, I almost thought it would be kind of cheesy, dressed up like that and and be serious, but it worked. <laughs> it was great. I loved it. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I, literally, I literally like got goosebumps like the ending it was great I loved it
0: I liked that Loki our Loki it, um the classic Loki is the one that he's the most interested in he's the one that he wants to talk to the most and has those yeah. questions for him uh I feel you know, like, he's immediately like oh man if you're you're my future I want to know yeah. how my like how y- you lasted a long time without being killed know, oh, yeah. or getting yourself um trapped and I almost or arrested touched. I almost
1: feel he shows some of the character development that our Loki is going on. Like he sees how ridiculous the Lokis are being. He calls it out all the time. It's like, he's old, he's learned his lesson. He's telling them like, you guys use daggers. And it's like, it's, it's withholding your powers. Like you could do more if you got rid of trying to the facade of trying to look cool, which I think is kind of what, like you want to project being a badass so much with your daggers and your you don't need that you can be so much more without it and i think that's that's kind of the point and i think yeah yeah and like almost like old loki's kind of went through some of that character development that our loki is going through and he's he's learned and he's he really didn't seem like he was that big of an asshole <laughs> like <he's>,
0: yeah <laughs> You know He he, re- he represents a lesson that this Loki is learning, which is like, you know, yeah. if you're driving yourself towards this glorious purpose and you have this, this quote unquote destiny that you're trying to achieve at, at all costs, at by any means necessary. That means yeah. you're willing to use, use people, step over people, discard mm-hmm. people when they're no longer useful to you. And yes, you might like, you might achieve your goals, you might come out on top. But you're gonna be all alone at the top. You're gonna be Thanos. When Thanos, quote unquote, wins, he's just like walking around like a a pineapple field or whatever, and like on a weird (laughs) planet alone. alone. (laughs) Yeah. And he'll just always be alone, right? And like this, this Loki went through that, and he he, quote unquote, won. He got or you know he survived at least. But it was just isolation. And he talks about like he missed Thor. He missed his brother. He missed everything. Yeah. And that's why and that's you got what,
1: caught. It was yep. finally like being alone was too much. Yeah. That's crazy. I, yeah. That's awesome. It's just so good. It's really so good.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. So those are the Lokis. Cool. And uh, where do you want to go from here?
0: <laughs> um. I don't, I don't, we don't need to cover every beat of the episode. I have my big three questions. Um, so anything, anything, else, any other like topics that you want to talk about, um, we can get into. No. Let me think, let
1: me think, let me think. Because the episode, the, the
0: episode itself was pretty straightforward. Adventure, yeah. chase, <laughs> chasing. Um, there was a, there was some like really cool stuff. Yeah. When Mobius showed up and, and it, we got Mobius, Mobius and Sylvie teaming up. Oh yes. I love when Mobius was Yeah. Picks him up in the pizza, picks her up in the pizza
1: car and she, you know, realizes, She needs to get back to him to enchant him. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, it is a very straightforward episode. Um, I just want to quickly talk about Miss Minutes. Yeah. Because I thought she was kind of like, there was some weird, like, just, it was a weird vibe between her and what was being asked of her to look up. And it just seemed as if she was like, given the side eye, you know, a little bit like, I feel like Miss Minutes might have more be more self aware than we we think. Mm-hmm. Whether it's some kind of, uh, I don't know. Whether she she might be more in charge than we know. Maybe have some connection to the leader of the TVA. Because I feel like Miss Minutes isn't just a. Uh, She's not just a regular AI. She seems to be. She reacts to things and has a slight reaction when she asks about like the beginning of the TVA and stuff. She gives like mm-hmm. a side eye, like hmm. And also when Sylvie, you know, eventually steals the thing and prunes herself in that that opening scene, or and she's with Miss Minutes and, and Renslayer. Um, and she's talking about like the how, oh, we have a ship that can get through the temporal void and like. Miss Minutes is almost like knows what going what Renslayer's plan is and is purposely stalling to like you know and I I just I just feel like there's going to be a lot more to Miss Minutes than we think and we haven't heard too much oh she's just a computer program like but maybe there's more.
0: That was it was a I liked how that played out. It was one of those things where like if you've ever seen you know that kind of movie where where there's like a hostage situation. Um, you know what Ravona is doing when she's talking to Miss Minutes, and she's like, "Yeah, oh yeah, totally. We're gonna yeah. call. It's you and me, and we're gonna get out of here together, and we're gonna get that on that ship." Um, and it's like the way Miss Minutes is doing the like the side eye, kind of yeah. looking at both of them. You can tell, like, "Oh yeah, okay." She's using Miss Minutes to call for help, and. And then the, yes, they're,
1: they're, like, they're like stalling for waiting for the, the hunters to get there. Yeah. You know? It's like,
0: like, I just she's, think she's, ob- she's a communication device. She's obviously going yeah. to be contacting the guards and the guards are on their way. Um,
1: Listen, hey, just mark my words. I think there's more to her than just an AI.
0: Yeah, I think <laughs> I think so. City. Yeah. uh yeah. Cool. So yeah, and, that's uh, how, and because that's how Sylvie gets into this world, this area is like, because at the beginning of the episode, we're in the chamber with, um, you know, she's got the she's got the deletion stick, yeah, uh, staff, um, she's threatening her with, and they, yeah, she's Sylvie, Sylvie clearly doesn't have a, a fully thought out plan at this point. Definitely, she's only not. kind of thought up to this, up to this far. She wasn't expecting uh Loki to get disintegrated. Yeah. Um, no. that was a ballsy move to
1: prune yourself, not really knowing, you know? Yep. I like it. You know, because she didn't, I mean, no matter what anybody says, you don't really know, and neither does yeah. she, I don't think. So to just do that, and maybe you're gonna die, and maybe you don't, um it's pretty ballsy, but the connection that's I think the connection between Sylvie and Loki in this episode is, is great too, especially mm-hmm. that scene with them. And I almost feel like there's more to it. It's more trying to show like everyone's thinking about the romance of it, but mm-hmm. I think a lot of it is, is sh- showing one, like you said, loving yourself, but two, also just to have a connection with somebody and have a friendship and and to really like, respect and enjoy each other's company and just like each other, which is something that Loki's just have never experienced. So it doesn't necessarily have to be romance, like they're in love with each other, but maybe they love each other as friends or it's, it's more yeah. of a she's trying to show the fact that he's growing and, and he can have a connection with somebody, in a in a friendship way, which is something he could never have before trust somebody and, and let them in on his, plan and and work with them and it was just something that loki has never done it's always been him taking over whatever and i want to rule and like you said i'm gonna be alone and this is Mm -hmm. kind of like changing that he maybe won't always be alone because he's making a connection i thought that was an important thing to mention that scene with them with the blanket you know um like he didn't really know how to act or what to do yeah doesn't know how to just close to somebody and be in a in a in a close moment and i thought it was cool the awkwardness was cool it was like it just was was good but i don't necessarily think it's totally like romance Uh, you know like everyone thinks i think it's a lot of it is just a connection and a friendship which is also new for Loki's. so just wanted to get that out there
0: (laughs) yeah i'm uh I, I do think it's romance, but that's because I'm just I'm thirsty for these Loki's. Um, <laughs> <laughs> listen, I will that's, not be angry if it is, because that yeah, would be that's, awesome too. But <laughs> uh, that that that's my own pathos to deal with. But, but,
1: <laughs> but it I think would be I,
0: awesome. I hear what <laughs> you're saying awesome. though, because I think it's um like we were talking about with with this the theme is learning how to love yourself, but also yeah. another way of, of wording that is Loki beats himself up a lot for the stuff that he's done in his past. And, and he, he yeah. everybody tells him that he's bad. Everybody tells him that he's wrong, that his whole existence is bad. Um, yeah. And so he internalizes that and he has a lot of self-loathing. And so yeah. when, when he has moments alone, he he punishes himself or he finds ways to isolate himself as a form yeah. of punishment. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, this is a story. This is a journey uh, of him, learning how to love himself, how to, how to stop hating himself and, yeah. and seeing a physical representation of himself that he respects genuinely, whether it's romance or not, is a big, big step towards that. And also yeah. like seeing this classic Loki right. is seeing the result of not doing that and like seeing how sad and alone he he could end up feeling.
1: Absolutely. Yes perfect i think it's good like 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 whether it's romance or not it's the connection and i think it worked mm. but but seeing them the romance would be it would be cool but i don't know if just personally i don't know if that's what it where it's gonna go but hey you yeah. think it will i think it won't we'll see what happens are they gonna fucking tongue each other i don't know
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh e- e- either way it's already gone that direction in my fanfic so um, <laughs> that's
1: it so yeah. uh just to to round it out. Then from there they go on to meet Elias and um, they, you know, basically Loki says he's going to stay with Sylvie, which is another big thing. I think, you know, she's saying, I'm going to stay here and enchant him. And he's like, no, I'm staying with you. Like mm-hmm. we're going to fight this together, which I think is another great just a little more character development for him. Like he's, he's, you know, putting her first, Mm-hmm. so whether uh, maybe deep down he wants to take over the TVA really I don't know but it seems like it's a little bit of a character development like I could go and escape and be free and let her handle this but I'm gonna stay here and be the hero which is kind of yeah. cool and then awesome too he hugs Mobius when he goes you know they like thanks thanks yeah. friend or, and says something like of that nature which is great. I love how Mobius just, like, looks at Sylvie like, you are my favorite. <laughs> that was great. And then uh, it was just a great little scene to show that, you know, just a, f- just a friendship that he's built. And it, uh, it's a great thing to see. I love it. I love Loki's development. And then uh, Sylvie and him basically head over to Eliath to do their thing. Um, the distraction that Loki gives is not quite enough after Kid Loki mm. gives him his fire dagger. Um, And Oliath is like, nah, and just, I want Sylvie. And then, nope. (laughs) (laughs) But then classic Loki comes out of nowhere. You know, he does his whole, like, the whole of Asgard. Like, you know, Mm. imagine that, you know? It takes a lot. But then I think about, you know, Scarlet Witch, and she created a whole town, kept it that way for a week. Everyone was under her control, and she functioned as normal. So, like... (laughs) (laughs) fair, fair. <laughs> but still it was badass and it was awesome create the distraction Elias went for it she grabbed his little smoke arms you know and uh, enchanted them and then grabbed Loki. And they kind of, we gotta do this together, you know.
0: And <laughs> <laughs> the wind's blowing, everybody's hair yeah, is blowing like, yeah, everywhere, hair
1: flowing, you know. Loose
0: clothing is, yeah, flapping, yeah, you know. You're
1: stronger than you think. It was great <laughs> stuff, <you know>? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everything you want to see, and then, um, basically, the cloud. Our cloud monster like from lost again mm-hmm. we'll bring up lost the cloud monster it's basically a bigger batter ridiculously more intense smoke monster from lost yeah. i mean basically it really is similar which is awesome and uh so anyways old smoke monster Eliath opens up and we see this castle with a light on the top which is similar to what sylvie saw when she had that quick enchantment earlier and kind of realized that she could read them mm-hmm. And they head off and it cuts, we're done. There was even no, uh, any, there was no credit scene or anything in this one, but mm. and Good uh, yeah. question.
0: If yeah. classic Loki trapped Wanda in some sort of illusion town at the same time that Wanda trapped classic Loki in some sort of illusion town, whose illusion magic would be stronger and which one would break out of the illusion first?
1: Well, I honestly think Scarlet Witch would win. She's a Nexus being. She's supposed to be one of the strongest magical uh, beings in the universe. Um, And like I said, she seems to do what he did in a much, not exactly what he did, but a similar type thing in a much she just seemed to handle it way easier he was like oh I'm so tired when he was done you know and she's she didn't even realize she was doing it
0: yeah I was gonna say that's that's the nail in the coffin for me is that she did it she did it the way you like you sneeze you don't plan on sneezing you just just right. have it. yeah she just oh I had emotions and oh,
1: created this reality <laughs> West, it was Westview, right? It was the town. Yes, Westview. Yep, she created Westview. Yeah. And, or, didn't create it, but she modified it. Like, yeah. it was there, but she created illusions around what, like, she made the buildings look like they were from the 50s or 60s or made the people. So there was clearly, there was clearly illusions happening. And um, maybe because yeah. Asgard is so huge and he had to create it completely out of nothing that was different but then i think he wasn't controlling all the people in the town either oh, and no, we're not, yeah you know.
0: we're not necessarily even seeing as guardians we're not seeing people right. right it was just the projection of the buildings to fool elias yeah. you know oh here's more
1: oh, and it was nothing but you know and then
0: ryan i know i know this is probably just like jibber jabber to you but like the <laughs> 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 but i i love and i'm sure a lot of the other fans love um how much this this show has uh it teases a lot of D stuff and it really like plays with D. yeah it really plays with like in in the rules of D. because in d in dungeons and dragons um there's a lot of like illusion magic and there's characters that yep. can, like certain types of characters that can create really strong illusion magic but the rules with illusion magic is as soon as somebody interacts with it it it's, it dispels the illusion and that's, and that's exactly what we see yet. here exactly um, as, like soon as the dragon over. starts biting one of the buildings it starts to dissipate he can't he has to like switch to a different type of illusion yeah. no yeah. totally exactly yeah that makes sense but i don't know much about dnd but i know you do <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm not gonna get super into that but i just wanted to say one quick thing for our dnd fans out there yeah woo, love it <laughs> Um awesome. So Ryan, do you have anything else before we move on to lose big 3? I think now we
1: are I think we now covered everything I had. Yeah. Cool. Sweet.
0: Ryan, do you have any theme music this week this week?
1: Uh how about me and fucking Loki we like to go with toki but when we go with toki we make a lot of smoky uh-huh. aha. <laughs> <laughs> and that's lose big
0: 3. All right. That brings us to lose big 3.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the biggest and best podcast in the world is dinosaurs vs. robots dinosaurs vs. robots is really big and great <laughs> lose big three Lose big three. Lose big three. It's you and me. We're gonna have fun with lose big three. Lose big three with you and me. It's
0: Luigi with the big old three. Lose big three. Number one. We've already uh, talked about this, but is Alligator Loki an actual Loki? I think he is. I think he is. Like How they're did he obviously gonna question it. Like ah, oh,
1: you know, this guy's an alligator. He's got this helmet on. I think he's going to be a Loki. I don't, I just want him, I, I'd like to think that if they're going to place anything in in the show as a Loki, it's really going to be a Loki. And why okay. not be an alligator Loki? In the multiverse, they say, and if basically everything that can happen and can, will happen, happens because there's infinite timelines. Okay. So sure, there's a timeline where Loki's an alligator. How else did would this he- alligator get here? <laughs> <laughs>
0: He ate, he ate the wrong frog? Is that what it was? Or? He tried to eat frogs. <laughs> because they said... they Somebody said, like, what his Nexus event was. They were yelling at him. He ate the wrong neighbor's cat. <laughs> the neighbor's cat. He ate the wrong neighbor's yeah. cat. Yes, exactly. Do you think it was a flurkin? Do you think it ate a flurkin? Oh,
1: that's a good call. Because there was that cat in the first episode, too, where I thought was maybe going to be a flurkin. But they yeah. haven't showed anything. Maybe that's the cat that... Uh, took
0: alligator loki down <laughs> um thor thor talked about loki polymorphing before uh polymorphing into yeah, a snake
1: exactly right? he was
0: tricking because he knows he knows how much i love snakes and i was admiring it and yeah bitney bit me um <laughs> beautiful so do you think like do you think that loki polymorphed into a, an alligator and got stuck that way or do you think that no. this variant was born as an alligator? I, th-
1: I think they might be playing off that idea from the snake common in Ragnarok, but I think ultimately he really, I think he really is an alligator Loki from, okay. a, from a universe where all the superheroes and supervillains are animals.
0: Oh my God, I want to see alligator cap so bad. I don't know why that's the <laughs> one. Like out of all of them, I want to see alligator cap.
1: Yeah, there is a... There is a um, comic where all the like they're all anthropomorphic animals.
0: I don't want them to all be I, animals.
1: I want them to all be alligators. <laughs> it's Just alligators, because yes. I believe Captain America was a cat. It was
0: no. See, that's the problem. Like problem.
1: Cap, cat in I, America or something. I don't know. I'm something cat. stupid.
0: <laughs> Listen, that's great, and I want to see it, but I, ju- I want to see Alligator Cap. I want to see Alligator Hawkeye, like, trying to fire a bow and arrow with its <laughs> yes. alligator arms. He's, like, trying to hook it on his tooth and fuse his claw. Oh, my God. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it would be awesome. All right. But, yeah, ultimately, I think he's a real Loki, and I, I can't wait to see him use his magic.
0: Uh, Lose Big Three, number two. Speaking Woo. of magic, speaking of polymorphing, how did Kid Loki kill Kid Thor?
1: Oh how, man, how I was, did he do it? I was, God, I was trying to think about this too. The only thing I could really come up with is maybe that snake gag worked. He
0: That's what I in, thought. That's yeah. a, that exa-
1: exactly what I thought. <laughs> like he actually like turned into a snake and stabbed him and it killed him and it worked. And he was mm-hmm. like, yes. And then <laughs> <laughs> TVA came along and was like, nah, that doesn't happen usually. And you know, we got Kid Loki. Do you yeah. think that that's, like, they intend that that's what Loki really looked like as a kid, and that's what Loki would really look like as an adult? Or do you think they're completely different-looking variants?
0: Um, I think that... Ask me that again, because I want to hear how you yeah. worded it. Do that. you think
1: that the kid Loki is actually what our Loki looked like as a child, and that's... or. And classic Loki, do you think that's really what Loki would age into and look like? Or do you think they're just totally different variants who look different all their lives?
0: Totally different because... Yeah, that's because, what I think too. Because ultimately Loki should look like a frost giant.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's you know, another thing I wanted to bring up too about the cold scene. Like I'm cold, but he's a frost giant and he was playing it pretty pretty good. If uh, It's like, boo it's cold out here. <laughs> you know, he's a frost giant. He doesn't really get cold, does he?
0: Yeah, I don't. I I don't think anything about the blanket it was about like actual warmth.
1: Yeah, um, it was all about yeah, <laughs> exactly. It was a it was it was just it was his move. <laughs> yeah, yep. he was being smooth. You know? Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Cool. Um, I'm gonna I'm read I'm gonna read the line from Ragnarok. Uh, there was one time when we were children, he transformed himself into a snake, and he knows that I love snakes. So I went to pick up the snake to admire it, and he transformed back into himself, and he was like, yeah, it's me, and he stabbed me. We were eight at the, eight at the time. <laughs> yes. That's awesome. Um, um, eight? Shit. Eight, yeah. So, I mean, this kid... He's a little older than looked eight, like but... he was, like, 12-ish, 13-ish, but we know I'm that... I'm going to still age. go. That's just writer inconsistency. He was a snake. He killed him. And that's how he got arrested. Well, well, we know that they, they do age. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I, I think, yeah, I think I, that's exactly where my mind went is that he, um, either it was either that like, it was this story that, that when he, when he stabbed him or maybe he transformed into like a, a venomous snake and bit him yeah. and he died from the venom or something. Um, but (laughs) uh but the other the other possibility is like did is there a bad do you know like because maybe you looked into this is there a backstory to this frog thor um because i was thinking maybe it's a thing where the kid loki he didn't actually kill thor he transformed him into a frog stuck him in a jar and buried him underground and like he just told everybody that he killed him but frog has um, something to do with a
1: the gist of it is some guy got turned into a frog. Okay. This is vague. I don't know exactly, but then Thor somehow assisted him in helping his frog friends or something fight like rats or something. And then after all of this, because of the good, the good things that the frog did, he was now worthy of holding Mjolnir. (laughs) so jonathan so um he basically once he he touched or it was a piece of Millionaire or something like that and that gave him the powers the frog the powers of thor because he was worthy and there yeah and that's basically it if you look okay. up the frog you can you can see the gist of it but yeah it's okay. a real it's a real thing in the comics it really happens
0: interesting <laughs> i like i liked yes. how it was uh I and the, uh, was the like the comic.
1: Sorry to inter- before you go mm-hmm. on. The, uh, the comic um, issue is actually written on the jar. It's like T365 Thor. It's, it actually tells you the uh, issue that it's from.
0: Cool. Okay. Yeah. I, li- I like that it was in a jar and it was like banging against the jar <laughs> to try to get to Mule and Air. Oh, little piece of trivia. Chris Hemsworth came back and actually did that voice. <laughs> I was going to, that's what I was going to share. I was looking at IMDb <laughs> and it, Chris Hemsworth is credited as Throg which is brilliant, which is awesome. Yeah. Love that. Uh, <laughs> all right. So um, lose big three. Number three is miss minutes an Ultron uh, code. Is she like, is she an Ultron, like a remnant of Ultron? That is a, a great
1: thought because like you, like I've said, I have a suspicions about miss minutes. Mm -hmm. and um if she has some kind of string of
0: consciousness with ultron that could make some sense because she's more or less a jarvis right jarvis is like this ai but he has a personality i yeah i uh
1: i like that thought (sighs) do i think that it is true no i like to think it it seems cool that they're connected but i can't see how ultron's going to connect here
0: Yeah. I don't think she's literally Ultron. I think she is something similar to Jarvis or (laughs) similar to Ultron, like similar to vision. Um, I'm with you on that. That like maybe if some mad scientists exposed a temp pad to the mind stone, we might miss minutes might turn into vision or something like that. You see, I'm, I think that it's, I think she's something
1: like Jarvis, but I think there's, she's connected more to something big. Like, like you mm-hmm. said, maybe she'll be something else or she's a projection, a program of someone else. She's the, the, the way for them to speak to the TVA through this Miss Minutes. I don't know, something like that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think she could be something along those lines.
0: Yeah. Cool. Um, awesome. Well, I think that covers yeah Uh, loki episode 105 journey into mystery hell Uh, yeah such a cool such a cool we didn't even talk about like how the title sounds like um like one of those classic 50s or 60s shows like like the land of the lost kind of thing or like a star trek episode (laughs) travel to the center Um, of the earth like something like yeah
1: like those kind of yeah exactly journey into
0: mystery it is great It's really cool. Any predictions for our finale next week? I'd say here's, I'm just going to predict what I really want.
1: What I want is, and what I do think somewhat is what's going to happen is all the Loki variants are going to come back together. All right. And they're going to fight. They're going to fight. You know, I say fight, but whatever that entails against the true leader of the TVA who. I kind of think at this point is going to be another version of Loki Mm -hmm. with someone maybe in an end credit scene that's like Kang the Conqueror might be above that, overlooking, and he's coming, but he wasn't the main bad here, but maybe it's hinting towards something Kang is doing to come later. Because I just feel throwing someone big like that in the last episode seems very jarring, almost, like... This show's about Loki. Like, all the characters are Loki. Like, it mm-hmm. just makes sense. <laughs> but maybe they'll throw us through a loop. Um, <clears throat> but I also think there'll be a little twist to it, something more complicated to it, like somehow
0: involving Kang or someone bigger. That's how I see it. I agree. I think, I think the finale will be more about... Um... Not about like fighting the big bad. I think they're gonna resolve that pretty yeah. quickly, mm-hmm. like early on in the episode. Um, and then it's gonna be just unraveling all of the timeline stuff and figuring yeah. out, you know, should Loki because I think that's the real that's the bigger question than are we gonna beat the big bad guy? It's well, where does Loki fit in to the yeah. sacred timeline after
1: where's where's he stand at the end of this? Is he gonna yeah. be gone or is he will he be alive again? Yeah, yeah, no, totally I think it's it's going to come down to,
0: (laughs) like, one of the Lokis is going to have to make make a choice about, like, there can only be one Loki for, like, for whatever rules they establish. Um, So, like, one of them is going to have to sacrifice themselves or something. I think that's going to be the big emotional ending Mm -hmm. of it. Um, But I'm excited to see how it plays out either way. And I don't, you know, I won't get mad if my predictions are wrong.
1: (laughs) That's how I am with, like, these shows. Like, they do such a good job that, however they handle it i trust the writers they've done a very great job and but thinking about going back to all the shows we've seen so far in disney plus it seems like they've stuck it they everyone thinks oh Mephisto, and there's going to be x-men and all this stuff but like really the shows have always they've sticking to the character and their story and that seems to be the trend where everyone's going a little above and beyond but it's more developing this character. That's more the story. And I feel like as much as we'd love to see Kang, they're hinting at Kang because he's coming. Right. Not necessarily at the end of this show.
0: Right. I agree. And it's, and I I think it's the thing we talked about earlier where it's like, Kang is quote unquote coming, but, but in this crazy time loop thing, he's already came. He's already been, he's already. He
1: might ultimately in the end of phase four, be who was doing all of this. But it, in this story we're not gonna find that out yet maybe yeah you know what i mean so that's yeah. that's where i'm at
0: me too uh, well i'm excited to see the episode and talk right. about it with you next week ryan okay. oh hell yeah i can't wait big old finale babe big Another old finale trope, i hope you do you have a like next week i'm gonna ask you if you have like a song a, a finale song okay right. <laughs> so i gotta get awesome. some ready Yeah, so I'm not totally putting you on the spot. I'm giving you a week to prepare, but I bet you're going to come up with something good. I'll
1: try. (laughs) All right,
0: right, Ryan, close us out. Say goodbye to the listeners. Guys,
1: we'll see you next week for the big old finale. It's going to be great, and uh,
0: can't wait to see you there. Bye, folks. And Ryan's going to speak more French next week. Ah, oui. Comme ça, (laughs) comme (laughs) ça, finale. Oh, oui. Au revoir. Mes amis. Oui, bonsoir. Bonsoir. C'est croissant. Okay, let's start. Black
1: croissant. Take on the back. egg and, <laughs> and croissant. <laughs> <laughs> I'm,
0: cutting. I'm cutting. It's off here. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Later. Later.
1: Stronger than you think. Greetings from Chromatica, home of Lady Gaga, liberator of kindness punks, mother of little monsters, tricon of the ages. We are her best fans with a mission to create a podcast celebrating our hero. Broadcasting straight from Chromatica. This podcast is about Lady Gaga for Lady Gaga, but anyone can listen. It doesn't matter if you love him or capital H I N prove your stupid love ace the art pop quiz put your paws up and download the chromatic cast wherever you get your podcasts join us every other friday at 7 p.m eastern 4 p.m pacific for our live tapings at twitch.tv slash apocalypse podcast network